Hi there, this is Harry. Welcome back to Advanced English Lessons with Harry, where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, to help you with your conversational skills, your business English skills, interview skills, whatever your goals are, we're here to help. And for those of you and your friends or family who want one-to-one -one lessons, well, you know what to do. Just get in touch, www.englishlessonviaskype.com and you can apply for a free trial lesson and we'd be very happy to hear from you and very happy to help you. So in this advanced English lesson, we're looking at adjectives about movies. So advanced adjectives dealing with movies. So I'm going to give you two things. I'm going to give you the list of the words or adjectives that we can use to describe certain movies and where possible, based on my own opinion, of course, I'm going to give you a list of movies that apply to each of those definitions or each of those adjectives. And this is just based on what movies that I have seen. You might have a very different opinion, but it'll give you an idea as to what the word really, really means. Okay, so let's get started. We've got 15, 15 particular uh, adjectives to describe movies and then 15 particular movies. So, absorbing captivating, convoluted, dreary, and be careful with that pronunciation, dreary, dreary, gripping, overrated, predictable, riveting, second rate, slow moving, spine tingling, spooky, Thought-provoking, again, be careful with that, thought-provoking, underrated, and then finally, uplifting, an uplifting movie. Okay, so let's go through them one by one. Absorbing, well, absorbing is something that you can really get into. You don't notice the time going by and you really, really enjoy it. A book, of course, can be absorbing when you get into it and you don't want to put the book down. That would be a good definition of absorbing. And a movie that would I would find absorbing would be Lord of the Rings. There were three particular parts. The characters were really well developed. The scenery was beautiful. The location where they were uh, shot. So everything about that movie or those series of the three movies was absolutely absorbing. Okay, number two, captivating. So when something is captivating, it holds your attention. You can really feel part of the characters and you really, really enjoy it. So for many, many years, children of all ages and adults found the Harry Potter movies captivating. They were captivating because it was a young man with a magic wand and you watched him grow up through the different years at school. So that was quite captivating. There were numerous movies and spin-offs from it so that you were able to watch it as he grew older and the characters developed. So the whole series of movies, I've lost count of how many exactly, but they were captivating. Very, very good. Really interesting. Captivating. Convoluted. Convoluted. Well, convoluted means complicated, a little bit un usual, difficult to understand, probably difficult script and cast, all sorts of things like that. And so, you know, you weren't sure where the story was going to begin and where exactly it would end. So, yeah, it was okay. It was interesting, but really convoluted. It went off in all different directions. Now, 
movies that I found really convoluted and couldn't really watch them at all was the Matrix series. Okay, I haven't seen the most recent one, um, I think number four in the series, but the first three, extremely convoluted for my easy little brain. Convoluted. Next, dreary. So something that is dreary, a little bit dull, a little bit boring. Yeah, be careful with the pronunciations I said before, dreary. So dull and boring, mundane, something that you're, you're not really so interested in. You might think it's going to be a good movie, but it turns out to be a little bit dreary. And one movie that I found dreary and I was a little bit uh, disappointed because I really liked the books and I liked the original movie was Murder on the Orient Express. The remake, and there have been many remakes, but the most recent remake, I just didn't enjoy. It wasn't really what I was expecting and I found it a little dreary. It was a little slow and a little boring. Gripping. Now, gripping, on the other hand, is something that has you on the edge of your seat. You literally grab the end of the seat or the, the arms of the chair or the arm of the person sitting beside you if, you're, if they're close enough to you. So gripping something that really, really is very, very tense. Now, I've seen a movie recently. I mentioned uh, this actress quite a few times. I really enjoy her movies, Sandra Bullock. But the movie Unforgivable, it's really good. It's a interesting story it's you're not quite sure which way it's going to go and i actually stopped it halfway through thinking mm, not sure i want to watch the rest of this it's going to have a sad ending but it was very very gripping the whole storyline i won't spoil it but i would certainly recommend watching it it was only released in 2021 so that would be gripping number six something that is overrated well we've all read books that are overrated. We've all seen movies that are completely overrated. Somebody or many people have told us we should go and watch it. And then when you actually go and see it, you're wondering what was all the fuss about? This movie is rubbish. This is not really something that you, you liked. So one movie a few years ago that I watched that I thought was overrated was the, unfortunately with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney was Gravity. Yeah, I just, well, I got it. I understood it, but I didn't see what was all the excitement about. There wasn't so much of interest for me. Okay, I suspect it was all took place in the the cockpit of the rocket. So I suppose there wasn't much action from that point of view. And in that way, I considered it to be overrated. You might have a different view. If you want to tell me, please let me know. The next, something predictable. Well, predictable means something that you guess the plot well before the movie is over and one set of books and one set of movies that you can always do that they're still they're still somewhat enjoyable but predictable are Agatha Christie and the one that I find which was very predictable would be Death on the Nile Death on the Nile so I watched it because the scenery was really wonderful along the Nile lots of nice boat scenes but unfortunately for me the plot was somewhat predictable. Next, number eight, riveting. Now, riveting means it's really, really interesting. It's something that you you sit back and you can't move. You don't want to move. You're not going to switch it off. And you're really reluctant even to go to the loo. So you're just really stuck there watching it, waiting to see what happens. A riveting movie. Really, really good. And one movie that I would recommend for that, and it follows on from really good books, was The Girl, 
with the dragon tattoo, the girl with the dragon tattoo. I found those movies and the books absolutely riveting. Yeah, So the first three, really, really riveting. Next, second rate. Well, second rate means something that it's not first class. It's not going to win any Oscars. It's not going to be nominated for anything. You know, the acting is poor. The script is poor. The scenery, whatever. It's just a second rate movie. They used to complain that the former president of the United States, he's, he's long dead now. He was an, an actor who took part in, in lots of films, but they were B-rated movies or second rate movies. And they, they really, really weren't enjoyable at all. So we can talk about things like second rate or B-rate movies. So the Lost City, again, is a, a movie I've seen recently. Again, unfortunately, with Sandra Bullock and Daniel Radcliffe is in this, a, an older Daniel Radcliffe from the Harry Potter movies. But he is in this movie called Lost City. I think it was released in 2021 or uh, early 2022. Absolute rubbish as far as I was concerned. I'm not so sure why they made it. I just didn't get the movie at all. And I would call that as a second rate movie second rate movie okay and then we have something slow moving so slow moving can be a good movie but it drags on a little bit and you're really waiting for the, the movie to come to an end i like movies about the second world war and one movie a few years ago was dunkirk but it's very slow there's lots of build-up, but it is a very, very slow process. And, you know, you really need to be patient to watch it. The next is number, what are we on to? Number 11, I think. Yeah, number 11 is something spine tingling, spine tingling. Well, spine tingling and the next one also spooky. We could take those two together because they're really something that gets your nerves uh, jangling when you're watching horror movies. I don't watch them at all. I just don't like them. It's not a genre that attracts me. So anything spine tingling or spooky, I probably haven't seen. But any movies by uh, made from Stephen King books, they would certainly be spine tingling and spooky. Yeah, and so you can watch all of those. You know, Death on or Murder on Elm Street or whatever those movies are called and people get their heads cut off and all sorts of spooky things happen. They're not for me, but they would be spine tingling and certainly spooky. Number 13 means th is thought provoking, thought provoking. Be careful with the pronunciation. So when something is thought provoking, it gets you thinking. Yeah, it provokes thoughts in your mind. You start thinking about the characters. You start thinking about the situation. You start thinking about the theme of that particular movie. And one that I really, really enjoyed or was a very, very sad situation was called Spotlight. It was a few years ago based on the child sex problems within the Catholic Church, particularly in America, and about all the journalists who investigated that. Really, really good. Very, very thought-provoking, but really, really interesting. And then we have underrated, the opposite to overrated, underrated. So not so many movies that I can think of that would be underrated. One I've seen recently, it was a third of, uh, of three movies called The Kingsman. The first one I really enjoyed. The second one I didn't enjoy at all. The third one I thought was really good. And I thought a little bit underrated. Some really, really 
good acting, some good scenes, and in some ways quite quite amusing. So the, the Kingsman, or Kingsman 3. And then finally, the word uplifting. So something that raises your spirits. Now, lots of movies can fall into this category depending on your how low your mood is when you go to watch them. But the sort of movies that I like to watch when yeah, that up that are uplifting are the James Bond movies. They're somewhat superficial in the sense that, you know, they're not re-reality, you're removed from reality in some ways with the cars and the guns and all of that. But I really enjoy the music and I usually enjoy the characters and the scripts and the, the storylines. And I watch most of them time and time again. So I do, I find them uplifting. Okay, so let me give them to you one more time. So we've got absorbing, captivating, convoluted, dreary, gripping, overrated, predictable, riveting, second-rate, slow-moving, spine-tingling, spooky, thought-provoking, underrated, and uplifting. Okay, so good adjectives, advanced adjectives that you can use to describe any movie that you want to watch and you can categorize them. The good thing about this is your opinion can differ from everybody else's, but the words mean exactly how I've explained them and you can uh, identify other films or indeed books that are associated with those particular adjectives. So there's a lot of them in the list. There are 15, so you probably won't remember them all, but try a few of them and see, can you use them? It'll, it's going to increase your vocabulary. And when you get to use these particular adjectives, it's going to improve your vocabulary and improve the way that you can describe things that, without using words like amazing and interesting all of the time. Okay, so try them, practice them. Any problems, come back to me. I'll happily give you some more examples. And as always, I appreciate you watching and viewing and join me again soon.